on this episode of Strike Gold, we're talking about bootstrapping a SaaS startup. We're talking about conversion rate optimizations, and we have the co-founders of Popton in the studio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Strike Gold. Uh, Jonathan, again, uh, stood us up. He's in New York having fun. Uh, but we're going to have more fun because our guest today brought whiskey and awesome stickers. Uh, we have Tomer and Gal from Poptin with us. Hey, guys, what's up? Hi, Hi. great to be here. Yeah. Um, so in one sentence, what does Poptin do? Uh, Poptin is a lead capture platform. You can create um, forms and pop-ups and overlays uh, to convert more visitors into customers from your traffic. Wow, okay, that was a good elevator pitch. <laughs> now I want to go backwards a little bit. You guys came from where? From Ashdod? From Ashdod, yeah. We used to be in Tel Aviv, then we moved the team to be remote, and okay. we are based in Ashdod, so we have a little office in Ashdod, and all the other team members are... Uh, so, how many people are you in the company? Six. So you're six, and everybody's remote, everybody's in Israel, or everybody's no, like around the world? We have uh, three developers from... Uh, India, okay. and developer from Israel, and another content marketer from uh, the States. Amazing. So yeah, I think more, more and more companies are going remote these days. Why did you guys choose to go? Actually, the, the first, we, we, started, we started companies like uh, Zapier, uh, Automatic, etc., that have like huge teams that are remote. Uh, and the trigger for us was... Uh, I had twin girls that uh, that was born one one and uh, two months uh, one year and two months ago and Tomer also have two kid kiddos and one on the way so we wanted Brands. to be close to the family and uh, we are based in Ashdod mm-hmm. and we thought that we are ready to start doing it remotely we said if if it doesn't work out then we can all, always come back to Tel Aviv take our office right. in Sarona and run it from there but right. actually it, it runs really good Remotely. We save two and a half hours every day commuting, yeah. and uh, it's more time with the family, more time, it's more productive because we can be uh, in the office or go to the gym in the morning, it's, it's much better for everyone. Right, no, I, I agree, so stardom, like my agency is like 14 people operation, uh, none of them live in Israel, hmm. uh, so yeah, I agree because it saves a lot of overhead, and also I always feel like the office dynamics are just like more focused on being busy than doing like a good yeah. work. Uh, and financially and overhead it usually makes more sense mm-hmm. that's what I feel especially if you have developers from India which I guess they cost like less than Israeli ones that's what we do it's also like that yeah, it makes sense mm-hmm. so uh, but let's take it from the top um, can you take can you talk a little bit about numbers yeah yeah we so, have um, we launched about one and three months ago okay um, since then we got between like around 22,000 users. Mm-hmm. 22,000 users? Yeah, about okay. 35-30% of them are active. Okay. Um, thousands of websites. How do you decide when to call somebody a churned user? We have, we have, a, we have a freemium model. So okay. everyone sign up to the free plan, then they can upgrade. Um, active user is someone that use the platform at least once uh, a week. Uh, in our in users means uh, oh, we have login login okay. they 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 get the pop up or the form or whatever and it's there, it's there on the website and they don't really need to go so, to oh. check it every day because it oh, runs okay. and they get the leads uh, via their email or 
um, the integration they have, look to any any platform they want. But actually we have like three main steps that a user has to follow in order to be like super happy and and okay. with, with, the, with the product. So first of all, the user needs to create a pop-in. Okay, so he has to go like choose the template, design it, uh, choose the triggers. If he wants to show it on exit intent, etc., this is the first step. The second step is the user needs to embed the, the code in the website. So we help the user do it. We have like many extensions, WordPress, WordPress plugin, Shopify app, Magento, you call it Weebly, whatever you want. We have an app for, the, for that. Um, and the third step is uh, have a good conversion rate. Right. Uh, because if you don't use it properly, for example, you show the popped in. And the first second, when someone comes in, before he knows what your website is all about, uh, then the chances for him to convert are are low. You, you won't be happy with the product, and you churn. Right. So um, do you have like a magic number? Like how, how long do you think somebody should wait before uh, popping up a pop-in? It depends <laughs> on the website. On, for e-commerce, uh, most of them use um, exit intent pop-up on the checkout page. So if right. you add some items to the car, then you try to leave, you'll get a pop-up with a discount or something that works great. You can recover um, 15 or even 30% of car abandonment. Mm -hmm. And um, they also do a pop-up in the first few seconds for newsletters with uh, an offer for a discount. It works right. great. Another, like, agencies use it for um, performance, like for lead... Um, Landing pages, mm -hmm. so also the exit intent of sixty percent scroll or even engagement. Like after seven clicks on the page, right? Then they see that uh, the visitor is active. Then show the pop up, and blogs and content uh, websites use it also in scroll when you finish mm -hmm. to read the blog, or um, after a few pages that uh, works also good. Okay, amazing. So you guys are twenty two thousand users strong. Uh, so, for me, for, for example, we're also clients because we use uh, we use Poutine on Strike Gold on this podcast, actually. And you do really well, actually. I'm doing really well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, no. <laughs> okay, so we need to talk about it. <laughs> and, uh, the benchmark yeah. for newsletter is around 3%. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah? yeah? Okay. On Poutine or like no, pop-ups? No, in, in general. In general. Yeah, okay. in pop-ups, if you... Look, if if you have a po if you have a page, let's say a blog post, and you have the content, and you have a form and a pop up, yeah. ninety percent of the visitor will sign up through the pop up, right? And just ten percent, or I even mean, less. The pop will up, go. I think, is like the most useful way. Yeah, to increase the most the effective uh, way to increase. List, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you can show it like when you feel that the user is engaged. For example, he scrolls down. You know, okay, he's engaged. He he likes what he sees. Let's let's sign him in right. to the newsletter. So this is why showing it too fast. For a newsletter, for a newsletter purposes, right. it's not good because he, the user is not engaged yet. He doesn't know what you're all about, so he won't sign up. Right. It also depends on the offer. If you offer something else, not just um, I don't know, get get the next post uh, in the mail. Like if you offer something more, like I don't know, secret post or discount or whatever, yeah. and the traffic, the the more quality your traffic is, the more uh, leads you'll get. Right. So I always do one of a few things. If it's a website that's already like has a blog for a long time and already has like a, a substantial amount of data, I would actually go to the most uh, to the blog pages and I would actually see what's the average time on on page, and then I would do like ten percent more. So if look for example the average time on somebody's blog is uh, 
um, I don't know, it's like 35 seconds, then I would actually put the pop-up. Like, uh, either on, I would do a test between like 30 seconds, like a little bit less, and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the testing it is super smart. Like, A-B testing mm-hmm. it, like 30 seconds and 40 yeah. seconds, you can find out like amazing stuff. Testing. Plus, when you do it, you also get uh, stats like, if you have 1,000 visitors on the A version and 1,000 visitors on the B version, and you see that just um, 20% saw it, like the first version, then you, you know that they're not too um, qualified because right. of, like 80% of them didn't stay at least 30, right. 30 seconds. Right, okay. So um, let's go back. 22,000 uh, users strong. You've been around uh, for a year and a few three months, months yeah. three months. Um, so tell me, how did you decide to go? Like this is one, I think, one of the, the most of the most competitive markets. You have huge, you know, products like Sumo. Admittedly, mm-hmm. we're good friends with Noah, so so we're gonna. We're we gonna hate him. Shout him. Out. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's a, uh, I love Noah. He's no, he's an awesome I, dude. He's, he's an awesome, awesome dude. We, we actually follow him. And he's nice. He's, awesome. a, he's an amazing person yeah. and a good friend. So uh, we, there's like Sumo, there's Optin Monster, there's like the well, there's one which I think. I, I always think that's like the growth hackers trick, which is was Thrivelit, I think was... That's a, a WordPress plugin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a WordPress plugin that a lot of the people who do like launches used for a long time, which now is not so dominant anymore, I think. Yeah. But there's so many different products yeah. uh, doing this, promising this. How did you guys... Uh, there was a Doric, a Doric also like up until recently, I think. Yeah, they're right? Israeli. They're, they're Israeli, but I don't know if they're still active or not. I think they are. Yeah, so um, so there's so many competition, so much competition in this space. How do you guys decide this is the market? We're Actually, go that's, that's, that's good news. When you have a lot of competition, the market is huge. Okay. So you can capture some of it. Okay. Um, and when you do a good job, like UI, product, uh, yeah. marketing, support, even support, you, you grow. Uh, having having so many competitors is actually good news for us. Um, and... And let me tell you something. We we thought about like starting a side project, mm-hmm. something else, like you know, in a spare time. Not that we have too much, <laughs> too much of it. Uh, and actually, having when we saw that a certain a certain market is too is too small, we didn't want to start a side project in it. Like if it's not big, right. not many big competitors that making millions and millions of dollars, then it's not a good market. So. And by the way, when we thought about the idea, we didn't we didn't know that we have so many competitors <laughs> okay. at first, and we researched it like the hell out of it. Uh, but it, it's good news for us. Plus, they keep pop- popping up every two months. You'll see another yeah. competitor. Yeah, that's you. You can have um, many competitors in any um, area, but when you create your own community and your own brand and your own um, followers or uh, whatever you call it, then you you don't need to. Right. From the so, so we're going to get to that in a second, but going back to this for a second. there's I always feel there's like a small gap between like market opportunity, huge market, tons of money, uh, we should go into that market. Uh, but then there's also like why, am, what, like, am I, am, is there something in this market that I feel is missing? Is it something that I want to build that is different? I don't want to say better because I, better, I think better is the biggest trap of them all because yeah. nobody ever thinks that the product they do is going to be not as good. <laughs> Like nobody's like, I'm yeah. gonna build like such a mediocre yeah, I product. Build a shit Everybody, product. <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to go to like the low tier. <laughs> I want to get to like the fast churn. <laughs> Nobody uses. I want to see those numbers drop week by week. Nobody goes there. Scam um, pop up. So, so I do think like 
I want to say that people should always focus on like different like so if so if you'd say this uh, company's interface is not um, mm. as intuitive, then we're gonna do it differently. We're gonna do it better because da da da. It's gonna be better because it's different in this and this and this. Uh, drag and drop versus whatever. Mm. Um, so how do you guys made the decision between this is a market worth exploring because there's such a there's a lot of money in it and and big competitors versus and and to the point where you said there's a lot of competition here. Uh, there's money to be made. Uh, what are we going to build into our product um, that Sumo doesn't have, that Doric doesn't have, that, I don't know, uh, probably like uh, Optin Monster doesn't have? What made you guys say, like, this is what we should build? So, so when we started, we didn't even know we have uh, all this competitor. We, we had an SEO agency for eight years, mm -hmm. and it was a problem from one of our clients that he didn't convert much from his website, so we thought, okay, let's, uh, let's make a pop-up that will uh, show up after a few seconds. And he got, in three days, he got leads, most, more leads than he got in three weeks. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, there is something there, then we... In, a, in opposed to another product he was using, or he wasn't using any product yet? No, nothing. And we didn't think of this solution before. So we built it with our designer and developer, and we saw it works. So we duplicated to other uh, websites, and we saw it mm -hmm. works there too. We tried some other products. The, um, all, there is no um, full flexibility with the form, like adding or removing fields, or the design wasn't uh, good enough, or the interface was too complicated. So we said, okay, let's, let's build our own MVP, something small that we can run on our clients. Um, we made it as simple as possible. Um, like you to the template, um, do like adding fields, uh, text, everything you can do pixel perfect. You can drag everything on the mm -hmm. pixel. That's something that wasn't in any other uh, competitor. And the triggers, like whatever you want, as um, we understand it, like as an SEO company uh, agency, then we try to do the most uh, triggers as possible. And that's it. That something else we did is to do it in Hebrew, which is. There's nothing uh, with RTL, like uh, right. right to left, and everything was like super hard to do and uh, using HTML and something that will uh, waste time for a lot of users. So we started in Nebo. We so your initial market was actually yeah. Israel. What? Yeah, like three, for three months we did like ran, ran a beta for uh, Israeli. Okay. Yeah, and we had a lot of users, a lot of good feedback, which is interesting because a lot of the startups in Israel just want to run straight to the U.S., straight to the mm -hmm. international audience, and you saw that there's like a lot of... Yeah, well, uh, actually, we had a plan. We, yeah. we knew that we were going to launch... We, our, our, our market was like international from the beginning, but we knew that we want to build a good community. We want to have awesome testers, people who give us like the real feedback. Mm -hmm. They try the product and they tell us the truth about it. Uh, and it, it, really, it really worked. We had like... We have, we have a great community okay. people who use the product and... We have more than 250 agencies just in Israel using the product. 250 agencies? Yeah, yeah. in Israel. Yeah, we didn't even know there are 250 <laughs> yeah. agencies Oh, my God. Yeah, like the biggest names, like uh, Kalogi, Camelon, uh, Marketing Envy. Any, right. any agency you see on Facebook is using the product. And we get a lot of feedbacks, and we get a lot of referrals from them, which not, right. not just in Israel. They refer uh, right. refers, uh, people from... Uh, so, uh, so going from a marketing perspective and uh, like eventually it's like a marketing and growth podcast. So like what we really want to understand is how did you get your 22,000 users? But like, so you would say like the first thing you did was that it was in Hebrew, it was local, it was easy yeah. for you to reach like that initial 
let's say more uh, loving, uh, more dedicated to be customers? Yeah, we, we started with content marketing first. Eight months before we launched, we knew we want to get the like okay. people like, recognition. People knew us a bit from the SEO agency, but not too much. We weren't. We always were like buying so, uh, so, the scenes. So wait, I'm gonna. Uh, um, were you like a big SEO agency? Did you have a lot of Israeli clients? Like uh, we had like around maybe eighty clients at the time. Eighty clients. Yeah. Okay, that's big. Yeah, but not not um, big clients. Like they have like medium, small, medium size okay. uh, comp- um, clients. What was the role when you launched Poptin? Uh, how many of them started using you immediately? Um, well, everybody basically you know, like you some, some of them for some of them uh, and these other results like as we said before mm-hmm. but we didn't like count on them that's what just like, about okay. like th- this wasn't like your core mm. no, 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 first no. audience no. so how did you get like the first users so, so actually we started started writing content about everything like it, it was amazing like someone asked a question on Facebook like how do you do that okay we have a piece of content about that Okay. Any question you want, like we had a piece of content about it, uh, and we did it a few mo- few months before we launched the product. So you have like actually like popped in slash blog. It was there popped in the like the main domain. Nothing there, <laughs> just like we we, yeah, we yeah, launched it, uh, okay. and we generated a lot of traffic from from our content in Hebrew or in Hebrew, and in we in English, yeah, of course. And we had like many users that just waited for the product. Okay, so what what is this vlog all about? What's the product? And waited for it. And once we launched, we had like the first day we launched, people bought bought plans. Okay, wait. So your initial traction was through S- Hebrew SEO uh, that got you some traffic to the blog and through social media. Did you create a group before or after you launched? No, the we did. Um, we contacted the users that want. That were in the beta, we had a good relationship with them. Okay. But and you ran into the beta through the content you published on yeah. social media, on, on different groups. Yeah, People exactly. went to the blog, gener- like uh, converted. Email list, we used our pop up to go to the email yeah. list. And, um, well, it's the least you can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so so yeah. you brought them in, they signed up through your content, uh, which you brought people through SEO and social then media. And remarketing. Yeah. And remarketing, yeah. yes. And some paid media. Uh, converted them, and they were basically waiting for you to launch your product. So we let them use for an, a month or two for free. Then we said, uh, we are launching uh, July 18th. Then you have to pay. Like, they waited. I, I want to pay for this. Okay. Uh, John Westwell was our first uh, client. I said, wow. okay, I want to pay the second you launch the payment. Uh, yeah, really, uh, actually, they paid. I think there was some kind of a bug. They paid for yeah, it. <laughs> and then it wasn't really, we weren't really paying for it, and we had, like, take the, the money like manually for it and okay. but they really wanted to pay like the, we want to pay for it we want to start using like the minute we launch we want to pay for it the minute we have the uh, payment module inside right. the product we want to pay so, wow yeah. okay so you had like some really excited users yeah do, yeah. You, do you think you know why they were excited so much about you versus uh, just going and use a different product we, I think there was the support that they got like really um, real time support yeah, we have a live chat even for the free users we have a live chat You will, even yeah. if you send us a, a message on 10pm we, we probably you'll probably get a I might have sent yeah. it. <laughs> like I said, you, you see the logs, you can see Tomer was chatting with someone like 3 a.m. <laughs> How do you do it? Like then you wake up and you start the day, yeah. you have kids, you have everything. Uh, not that you always get an answer at 3 a.m., so don't, don't, don't try, but, but it, it happens. No, but yeah. when you're there, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I think it's like a real story that uh, I think I was putting, like I was setting up 
Uh, I'm doing the, the marketing for Strike Gold all backwards. It's all uh, like <laughs> we started a podcast. We didn't. We were not collecting emails. We were not doing anything at the beginning. Uh, and I said I popped in, and then I wanted some help. I texted, and I think you you answered me like eleven thirty <laughs> at night or like one a.m. Yeah. And that was like that was amazing because first of all, it's it's very obviously it's a real person, which is fun because. Um, in terms of thinking of, of uh, the feeling or the emotion the user have, feeling that he's speaking with somebody from the company that is actually there, not just like automated, and not everything is like automated, is actually kind of fun. And it's like, it's a nice feeling. And yeah, the, the customer support you have is like by far the most humane and like I think the fastest I've got. So thanks, thanks. thanks. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is our branding. It helps us tell us the, the power to go there. The yeah, you're going to see this. Go to the website. You're going to see the stickers. <laughs> so everybody calls it the, the power, the power, there's the power. And uh, when we send this away, like the, give them away, the stickers yeah. are like, so happy. And did you did you have the parrot right from the beginning? No, we had a stupid, yeah, very disgusting uh, logo. <laughs> like <laughs> like envelope, the most general, most general logo yeah. in the world, like an envelope. Yeah. Like something super general. And then we... We went to uh, Beersheba by train. Uh, we met with some uh, with Leon David. Heard about? Heard about him? Like no. a, so, a, a good U, UI, UI, UI weeks. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So we talked with him, and then we didn't talk about the logo. We talked about other stuff, and then we came back to Ashdod on the train, and then we like had a, like an emotional breakdown. Our logo sucks. Something yeah. is missing. It's it's too general. No one can relate to it. It won't work. Then we start thinking, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And during that train ride. We thought, we, okay, a parrot. A parrot is going to work. And then we started working on it. Uh, we had uh, uh, an yeah. Indonesian master no, who... Yeah, Indonesian. Yeah, he was an app director, master, like, very, like, in games and everything. He knows exactly how to animate everything. So we found him on BNs, and he works for, like, big... Uh, on big games and stuff, so... Yeah, he actually doesn't do yeah, that kind of stuff. He doesn't do right. logos, he doesn't do this. We, said, we want you to make the mascot, we want you to make the logo, and he agreed. And, uh, Amazing. Yeah. So how, how important would you say the Parrot or becoming like a funner brand was to your growth? We can uh, put it in numbers, but it was uh, very helpful in the, the viral... Uh, yeah, like people see us, here are the parrots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, they, like, they, like they have this vision of how... Yeah, we are parrots. Yeah. Like, we are parrots. It's, right. it's amazing. Yeah, we choose parrots because it's colorful, first of all, and yeah. all the pop-ups and everything. We want it to be, like, happy and colorful. Second, it mimics you, like, the, uh, the, the code you have in the website mimics your behavior and knows right. when to like show you. It studies you, you and then yeah. it gives you the message like yeah, this exactly. is the... Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was like really in there. It wasn't just like what's... No, yeah, we thought about no, it. No. It's not just, yeah, okay. it was just a random... It's, anyway. it's interesting because I had a conversation yesterday with uh, this, a friend from uh, Monday.com, mm -hmm. previously The Pulse. Yeah. And ever since they changed like their branding as well, like they, they people love them more. Yeah. You know? Which is weird because the UX of like the main yeah Mondays like, it's like uh, it's the same yeah. no but it, uh, like the UX didn't really change much from the post to Monday, and I also before that and they were clients of mine in the past mm -hmm. so and I still use like Trello and Asana and and now I'm like a huge Monday fan <laughs> so it's the same product <laughs> no, they have a great in software, essence yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was also related to like the Monday and the colors something yeah, about that vibe like the vibe really changed and I think the pair did kind of the same for you because it was like funner to be around. Mm -hmm. It was not a utility anymore. It was like more of a culture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. So, um, so you had your first users launch. They wanted to pay, and how how did you sustain that growth? Then we launched on Product Hunt. 
after okay. these three, four months of beta in Israel, we launched a product hunt. Well, then, you already had Hebrew and English, I guess. No, we had just the Hebrew, Hebrew ones. Then we launched a product hunt when we had the English version okay. ready. So that was the launch, just the official launch. And um, then the growth started to take off. Yeah, the launch was crazy. It was like 26 hours without sleep. Yeah. Uh, and actually, we, we thought that 3, 4 a.m. Israeli time will be like the peak. It was completely dead. Nothing. Like, no really? upvotes at all. Not for us, not for our, for our competitors. Uh, and we had, like, two Google products launch the same day we launched. Oh, Amazon, too. Yeah, we, like, yeah. we had, like... Uh, actually, Noah Kagan launched a certain product, like a book like a boss. Heard about them? Yeah. Uh, so a good friend of us. So they, uh, they launched the same day with us. And we had, like, a toe-to-toe fight with them. Uh, and we like, and then it, it it went better for us, and then Google launched two products, <laughs> so it was super tough. But uh, we finished three with the second most upvotes and a lot of comments nice. and people. We launched a lot of stuff on. If we have a great step by step guide, we put on uh, Poptin.com uh, for, for, for how we did product. Huh? Yeah, yeah, step like by step, like all the animation we use, all the images, all the social so blogs, everything. Strategy, everything. Like yeah, what, you, what you need to do, like step by step. So uh, I actually have to tell that a client of mine, that, uh, um, I can say the name, it's Powtoon. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't have said the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so when we did, like, uh, when we're planning, yeah, I shouldn't have said the name. Okay. Well. Anyway, so, uh, um, so we're, when we're planning now product on launch for a product in the future, Sometimes in the future, nobody knows where it is, what it is. <laughs> I didn't hear here. So, uh, so we we used some of like the the popping things as a reference in terms of the visuals. Oh, thanks. So, so yeah. So nice um, to hear. Yeah. So okay. So you launched. You have. So how many users do you have at that point? You launched uh, on product hunt. Oh, that's 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 a tough one. Yeah. Users. No, like how many how many users did that bring you in general? If it, right it, now, it bought you around 200 users 200 in the same users. Like, day or two. Yeah. Users and, for uh, you mean somebody started their first pop in. They yeah. yeah. First, uh, they they signed sign up, up, like 50%, more than around 60, 70% actually finished the whole process. Okay. Which is, uh, this is a good number. Yeah. yeah. And um, a few of them paid also. Okay. Like right away? Yeah, on the same day or two, three days after. Okay. When they so, got their so leads. Okay, so the, the fun thing with Product Hunt is you see a pick, but then you just have, as a company, you have to keep growing daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing, uh, so what are you doing, what are your strategies right now to grow your product? So we keep uh, maintaining the um, methods from before, like the content marketing we keep using. We open... Engli- now English as well, I guess, or no? Yeah, English as well. We had a lot of interviews with uh, SaaS founders. And we have our own uh, SaaS Facebook group, which is now more than 3,000 members. It was also on uh, AREF's nine best marketing uh, Mm -hmm. groups on Facebook. And um, we do a lot of integrations. We are on a lot of marketplaces, which also bring us... uh, So like WordPress and Shopify. Yeah, WordPress, Shopify, yeah. You name it. Right. Even the the small things like uh, the Israeli local uh, stuff, we we are there also, which is great for us. We um, we have some paid acquisition, um, very small, like uh, we spend maybe $1,000 on it. Like a month? Yeah, that's like nothing. We try to do organically everything. SEO, and that's uh, our main... uh, SEO is like still yeah. is your main strength for generating traffic. From the SEO agency. Right. We do it ourselves, so it's easy. We get... Probably around six, seven thousand uh, visitors to our Ibu blog, just mm-hmm. the Ibu blog, 
and another few for um, the English one. 7,000 just for the Hebrew blog? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Because like, it's not, the Israeli industry is not huge for that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. And hopefully the English one will cover it. Now, now we have probably 85 or 90% um, users from yeah. not from Israel. Like most of the users are not from Israel. Mm-hmm. And um, how did you start your growth uh, outside? Like Israel, I guess it was kind of easier because it's like a event. I think eventually, like I call it, like the eat crowd of the startup scene. There's like there's not a lot of people who are uh, multipliers of news. You know, you have like uh, gigantic influencers like Hillel Fold, but you also have like a uh, you have like a lot of people which you see them yeah. everywhere in the startup industry. Yeah. And yeah. and if like they know you and talk about you, then you can get like a good distribution to begin with. In the U.S., it's a and it's a bit harder because mm-hmm. nobody cares about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but actually, our 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 target audience is not startups. It's not like. Uh, Startup influencers. Um, it would be if we wanted to raise money <laughs> or something. Yeah. Or want, but but we, we don't want to raise money. So what type of businesses do you see with the most? Marketers um, and all kinds. It can be a website owner or e-commerce uh, website owner or a lot of agencies, digital, digital agencies that um, the clients care about performance and leads and that's what they want to get. Okay. And also e-commerce sites are... Our good, our good clients are also a good market for us. Uh, basically, those are like the big two: digital, uh, digital agency, agencies, and e-commerce sites. Yeah. Okay. So, um, can I question you a little bit about your SEO strategy? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go for it. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first time I see you kind of. No, 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 no. Like, like You can copy it because it's not something you can do in a week. It's like months of months. So right. Yeah, yeah, we're not, not afraid about. It's not like something like, okay, let's hide all the stuff we do so people can copy. It's not something that bothers us because we know that you can't really copy the strategy. Uh, if you just copy like the, the actions, right. you can't like copy the strategy. So we, we don't hide anything. We're super transparent about that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so go ahead. Uh, transpa- uh, yeah. Show everything is up here. Like right. all these companies and even though they show everything, no, no one... Is, there is no yeah because, because it's no, culture yeah no you're like you can that that's the thing the two things that nobody can steal away from you is culture and community mm-hmm. right like doesn't matter how how much money do I have if I don't cultivate like the same like buffer has an amazing community around mm-hmm. what they do yeah um, I don't think they're the best product for social media I use them we we uh, too we didn't like it but it's still also Mailchimp for example right have, though now uh, they did this whole rebranding which yeah. is super weird yeah I don't like <laughs> but yeah. because they are like uh, pioneers in this so. More people will right. If you see, we checked, we are designing the website from scratch again and the interface. We want to like, launch Popin 2.0. And we looked at a lot of uh, SaaS products, so like websites, and all of them copied. Like if you go to Slack, you'll see all these um, animate, no, um, like illustrations. Yeah, illustrations. Yeah. Uh-huh. And 60, 70% of the rest copy the same, exact same illustration. Right. It's so boring and so like, so MailChimp. Moved away from this, did their own uh, illustration, like something weird, and people hate it. But then you'll see everybody will copy. Yeah, it's. It, I, I don't think that I hate illustration as much as I feel that Mailchimp grew as one thing, and now they're yeah. spreading to yeah. like they want to be a, a like a, a more full stack marketing suite now. Um, but I and and they were patching it up a little bit, landing page and all this. And I think they did the rebranding just too soon. I don't care. Like I think the rebranding rebranding usually. In most cases, especially with like uh, well-rounded existing companies, Airbnb, Mailchimp, whatever, the rebranding usually would not really hurt you 
Everybody will hit it at the beginning. They'll get used to it. And that's it. Nobody cares. TechCrunch did this thing once that after they redesigned their website, everybody complained. So they basically posted an article uh, from like the last redesign, just posting how everybody said, oh, this sucks. The new design. And this is like the design they want to stay in now. Hmm. Right? So like they showed like last time, like when we went to the design, you're, you, you're so eager to go back to now. You said that was like a piece of shit. And now <laughs> you're always going to complain and it's yeah. fine. Just like fucking deal with it. Like we get it. You don't like change. Yeah. Like, uh, um, I just feel like they would like they did not complete their product suite. Yeah, they have a lot of half products. Like yeah. the landing ch- pages, the pop ups, the um, what else they launched down the social, like the brain, thing. The brain. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. is half product. Just the, the brain, yeah. The bra- so and they tried, they went different looks. Yeah. And then you basically what happened for me with them is that I like okay, I just want to use email. I'm afraid yeah. to start <laughs> understanding what everything else does. I just want to use like your email. Don't scare me. And I feel like the rebranding they did now was just kind of in a halfway through. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't establish the landing pages platform. They didn't establish the ads platform. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird to restructure and reposition yeah. yourself before you're, like, fully there. Um, so, going... Okay, so your SEO strategy. Uh, conversion rate optimization is a crazy crowded market. Uh, lead generation is mm-hmm. crazy. Like, how did you plan your SEO strategy? We thought about all the problems that can en- agencies and marketers can have. Like, what would they look? What, um, fa- what, what, what they ask on Facebook? What they ask okay. on uh, Cure? What they ask on everything? And we okay, let's you do. You went on scrape. Yeah, saw yeah. the questions. Yeah. yeah, we. So we said, okay, let's re- let's um, write about everything that marketer can ask, and then we can. Uh, um, show remarketing ads for so me. So you didn't start with keyword research, you started with what are they actually yeah. asking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, good. And we saw, we, let's say they ask about live chat, which is, if they use live chat, they probably can use pop-ups because they want conversion right. or they want... So we saw the tools like CRM. If they have CRM, they have leads, so it's good for us. If they have... Uh, Email marketing, so let's write about com- um, comparison of uh, email marketing. Yeah, they want to grow their list if they, have your, right. if they use yeah. email. They so you want, so, okay, the, the, I think this is fascinating because you went really, most companies go from very narrow mm-hmm. and you guys went very broad. You started by, yeah, okay, what's the ecosystem they live in? What's their niche? What are their pain points in, in this entire funnel of growing their business? And then you start looking for yeah. the most popular questions and things they ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then we, okay, then we choose the, let's say, live chat. Okay, and then we um, check the keywords, of course. Not, we, we write it um, as a, we, we actually write it, not a content marketer. So you, so you guys you, wrote We set and write every, every piece, yeah. You're, you're a bootstrap company also, right? Yeah. Like we didn't yeah. say this. Like, I think there's a yeah. medal for a bootstrap company. Yeah. I, like, admire bootstrap <laughs> companies. <laughs> uh, we so bought our first developer with the money we saved in the agency. And then okay, we... okay. Uh, you like reinvested in yourself, which yeah. is like makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so you guys sat down. You wrote how many articles? Probably dozens now, like uh, maybe around one hundred now, or seven yeah. between oh, seventeen and one hundred. Right. Okay. And um, so whatever people were asking. Uh, in he- did you do this in Hebrew also? We did this in Hebrew, and then we did it in English too. Yeah, we okay. translated the Hebrew ones, and then we, um, as the product grew. Um, we separated the content. It's not exactly the same. If you go to the Hebrew blog and the English mm-hmm. blog, you'll see it's different uh, content, like more interviews and more... Uh, also, we have guest posts, more guest posts on the English one. And, um, yeah, on the, the beginning, we um, published on the Hebrew one everything people ask. And we also use these um, links as 
um, comments on Facebook. Like we didn't even mention Poptin in the in the blog. We didn't say okay, try like in the end, you know, mm -hmm. when they do okay, try sign up for Poptin for free. We didn't even mention Poptin, and we just want to give like pure value. Uh, here's the answer for all the questions you will have about um, images or about live chat or about CRM or invoices or whatever. And uh, we saw also people sharing our uh, blogs because it was pure uh, value, and then. Later we, on, we will retarget you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will retarget you. We will retarget you. Yeah, don't, you. don't worry about it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not, not for the whole time, though. Like, in the beginning, we didn't use all the time, uh, like, uh, remarketing, uh, like big big breaks, which we, okay. you won't see. Our, no, but yeah. it's also free. It's really qualified uh, people, because... Yeah. You because go to get the recognition first. Like, okay, they see the, the peril, they see the purple of the... Okay, so, oh. so this is like a really long funnel because it means mm -hmm. that you guys really went in, you brought value, you spread like information for a long time. It, it took you a long time to actually go for the ask, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. like, because it's like giving value, seeing people, uh, reading your content, retargeting later. Um, but you really start with the value. You did not start with like, how do you we generate really, really when, when, when we write the piece, we really think about like answering the question, giving value, not thinking about how are we going to take that user and 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 uh, and uh, convert them yeah. to right? Yeah. Okay. So, being uh, over a year in, you have traffic. You have a SEO traffic. You're doing more SEO things, I guess. Uh, retargeting. How are you strategizing your retargeting? Is it like uh, again? It's not the retargeting is less. It's all our paid. Um, Budget is less than one thousand dollars. It's not our main. Maybe six, seven percent of our signups are from paid. Mm -hmm. We get around one hundred users every day. New uh, users every yeah, day. Yeah, new users every day. Wow. Okay. And most of them organically. If it's from uh, uh, the content or the SEO or the plugins or uh, integrations. So because they go into the uh, app stores. Yeah, they can go to Shopify and find us, or they can go to the part the WordPress repository and find us. Yeah. Any any okay. any marketplace. Or even if they go to email, uh, let's say Webflow for example, they can mm -hmm. see the, all the integrations. We are there. If you go to Email Octopus, which is a small uh, uh, email uh, platform, we are there. Okay. Like they can sign up for Does your growth come mostly from the bigger platforms or smaller ones? Let's say, yeah. for example, Weebly, which has forty million users we thought we'll get a lot of traffic there and but but not but so it's also it's like a bigger competition on it no not, not that sure. much not that much we if you look for uh, pop-ups and everything we are we going we'll be there first or second or whatever mm -hmm. but i think the need is more on uh, e-commerce or wordpress like those are quality users and agencies which they they know us from facebook or uh, Right. From the clients even. like the, We saw a lot of posts then. Um, I want to hire someone which know, that knows... Uh, How to use And popped in. Like, whoa. That's, that's uh, really yeah. good. <laughs> that's really good. So, um, so you have traffic coming from SEO, the community, the app stores from different... Uh, which is which is, like, brings this steady amount of new users every day. Exactly. Okay, so like the and integration the strategy... The affiliates, we have our... Um, I think like around fifteen percent of our MRR is from mm -hmm. affiliates. Yeah, it's like super fun to see what, someone. What types of affiliate do you use? We have mm -hmm. our uh, affiliate program, which is twenty five percent for life, mm -hmm. and everyone can sign up. Every user that sign up is also have the affiliate page. You can has his own link, 
in um, actually once once let, let's let's say an agency wants to bring a client of theirs we actually tell them use the affiliate program so you can also have a piece of it right uh, have a bigger if, incentive yeah of course even even if even even if it's a, an agency that really loves us and we know that they will redirect pro, uh, clients to us no matter if they get those 25 percent or not we prefer them to get to get it uh, because they're partners of us they work with us um, they use the product they enjoy it why not it's not it, it's a win-win right. so, yeah but it depends there are agencies that buy the agency plan which is unlimited uh, domains and then they manage and create everything for their uh, clients and then they charge individually more each client yeah. right so then they don't need to refer and it's easier for them to manage everything in the same uh, account right though for them if they want to do the revenue as well they should like, yeah. basically do it one by one um, yeah. So when did you start with the affiliate program? I think we launched. R- right, with we, we launched yeah. it. It was so. We actually we had like uh, we had a, uh, we had we, we developed a product like I think like six years ago or five years ago. It was an affiliate affiliate network. So the we know fund. the value of uh, affiliates. We know how important it is. Uh, so we it was super important for us to launch with it. And we actually developed it uh, like a native uh, affiliate program. Not we didn't use any product for it, mm-hmm. and it was great. So how did you get your first affiliates? Did you did you market it? Is it like in like is it affiliate? Yeah, we have it. We have it in our in our uh, email sequence. Like we want our users to know there is an affiliate program because our users also know the users that are our market audience. Right. So we have it in our email in our email sequence. We also have it like. In the UI, you, you go to the settings, you see affiliate program. Mm-hmm. We might make it like more visible. We're still thinking about it. In the support, people ask, do you have affiliate program? Because right. they are happy with the product. And also right. on SEO, we have, if you, in Ebo for now, if you look for uh, Ebo keywords for affiliate program, you'll see on the first five okay. results. But you didn't go and do like, uh, you didn't do like any... Um, no pay, no call email. No, no. Uh, what I mean is like you didn't go and created that affiliate network because there's a lot of people when they build like an affiliate program, they go, they do the deals, they look for it actively. Mm, no, no. Actually, we, we think that those affiliates are not good affiliates. Yeah. They don't bring good customers. They bring not good users. Yeah, they're too eager leads. to bring. Yeah, they're, right. they're too eager to bring those leads. They bring people who are who don't really know what the product is all about. So they. Uh, ask like a lot of questions support they probably don't really need the product they don't have the need for it so we prefer like the real users like someone right. who uses the product loves it so it's a yeah. referral program or with like it's a referral program with affiliation you know you can say so you can say so it's a, because it's not like yeah. you go into different websites and say like hey we'll give you x amount if you do this some then, websites do it on their own <laughs> okay so right. but okay. We, we don't ask for it okay we don't like put a link and then Okay, so right now your main traction channels are SEO and organic traffic, then converting from that website. You have uh, your Facebook community and social media recognition because you're very active uh, and you're like really a lot like in a lot of different communities, and um, and you have like the customers referring from one another, which is like I think for early stage companies, referrals and and uh, and retention are, are the most <laughs> important. Metrics because retention is like people actually use and enjoy your product, and referrals. You know, it's like they use it so much or they love it so much, they'll be happy to recommend, and that's like your main growth. Engine. It always amazes us that thinking that someone like somewhere over the world talks about Poptin now and says, "Okay, you you need to use Poptin, you go to, to Poptin," and we don't know about it. Like we, you, you can't measure it, you you don't know about it, but it happens, and it's it's amazing. It's like 
we live for it. Like for people who say talk about us, we don't know what they're talking about, and then they sign up, and we didn't know it, it even happened. You're right. Yeah. That's from the, all the Facebook communities you get um, more exposure. So someone from uh, Uppington Post reached to us and said, okay, I want to write about you. So, okay, we, do we need to pay for this? Like, what, what is it? Yeah. So, no, no, just, uh, I love your story, let's write about because it. Because he's in the community. Yeah, he saw the post, he saw the branding, he saw this. And we never pay for it. We never, yeah, we never someone like, for, uh, we want to have an interview with you, okay, no problem, let's do it. Okay, so it's X dollars, no, bye. Yeah, we I, don't pay for it, it's yeah. have to be organic. If you want to interview us, let's do it. No, it's okay. Yeah, when somebody approaches you for an interview and then they want money, Yeah, that's like, dirty. Yeah, it's it's also means kind of like you were not popular enough for me yeah, to be on you. Like you actually are scouting for me. To but it's you. also it's also cheating your audience because your audience doesn't know that the people you're interviewing paid for it. Right. So for them, it's an organic piece. They read like an interview with someone, but the user paid for it. So uh, the interview paid for it. So so we, we hate it. It's plus it's, our audience is marketers. They're not stupid. Like they yeah. know this stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think. Do you think marketers buy into PR as like others? Uh, it depends on the source. Like, uh, for example, we I just shared on on uh, my wall on Facebook that uh, New York Times is our client now. Right, and I saw it. Like, it was yeah, crazy. And we were shocked. And yeah. like this little stuff, like more than an article somewhere, that's that's the that's the thing that's selling people. the story like more, better than everything. Right. Uh, how do you strategize your marketing efforts going forward? Um, we have a Trello board. It's called the uh, One Million Dollar MRR. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah, and we have probably like 30 columns of what to do if it's content, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, all the, like every, every, every single piece. And um, every day we look and okay, we need to answer a few questions on QR. We need to do, write about this, this and that. And um, I forgot the question. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but <laughs> How do you prioritize yeah. your marketing ideas? Yeah. Okay. But, but actually, actually that, that's a tough question because for, for now we do everything. We don't, we, marketing is just one aspect, but we do the yeah. product, we do the everything, like, right? Every, every, everything, like even like invoice, like everything, like so. So marketing is just one aspect. Uh, it's a very important one, but we also really focus on the product itself. So we think once the product is good, like like the magic phrase, product market fit. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so really focus on it. So this is like our main focus because if. Because we add more features, it's not, ju- it's not just like pop-ups, it's more stuff we're going to add. Like our vision is conversion rate, like... Only in one conversion Only one, yeah. Right. So if we have a shitty product, like the next feature will be shitty. Uh, so all the marketing in the world won't help us. So what's your process for this? Because based, again, like product market fit or product is as hard to prioritize as marketing. Yeah. Because there's so many things you can do, so many things you can change, new features, tweak features, redesign, make faster, whatever. How do you approach the product roadmap when you think about Actually, be, being close to the users, really yeah. close to the users. Like we, everything and we launch, every feature we launch, we talk with the users, they talk with us. So, uh, so we know if it's good or not. Uh, it's not like always talk to the users, we also have like our own vision, like this is the feature we want to launch. Mm-hmm. Um, but we track okay. every request on the support if they want to reach out. If we want, we see if a lot of people ask it, or just if it's a particular user and want it for just a specific integration, something to add. So we said no. Mm-hmm. If you don't say no, then you, you will be directed right. in the wrong directions. And um, so we track everything. We see that it's aligned with our roadmap or 
90% like close and okay we say we say okay let's add it next month or in two months okay. but the big features we know what they'll what they'll be if it's the next thing will be the forms and then we thought for example that we led a social proof uh, yeah. widget we actually um, tested it we made an MVP tested it on our website we saw that the conversion didn't uh, skyrocket it so we said okay that's that's nice to have that's uh, something that there is a lot of buzz uh, like around proof and stuff and uh, we tested it, it didn't work well, so we said, okay, let's leave it on the side, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get back to it later. Let's focus on the stuff that really brings the value. And, um, so, yeah, you, so you have like, the roadmap, and then you have like all the engagement with, you have like support tickets, um, yeah. requests. But we, we, don't, support like, we don't write it down, we don't like, people, someone ask for it, and then we like do upvotes, and we see what's, when, when someone is really asked for really frequently, you will remember it. Yeah. You don't really have to write it down okay. because you hear it all the time. We want this, we want this, we so, want this. So that's your test, like what gets above the noise in terms yeah. of, uh, like if you remember it, if it stuck with you, if somebody asked it for so, so many times or it resonated because sometimes maybe one person will ask for something and mm-hmm. it just kind of click and you like, yeah. makes sense. And so, we, we, we don't, we don't take, the, we, we, we hate like vanity. We don't think like we know everything. Right. Uh, this is the problem. This is going, how it's going to be. And even when we launched, we wanted to launch as fast as possible. We wanted to to meet the users because we don't know if we had like a good clue that our product is going to solve a problem, mm-hmm. a big problem. Uh, but we wanted to make sure, we wanted like to meet the users and see if our product as is really solves the product and we have like a good flow right. in the product. Plus we have a Facebook group of like power users mm-hmm. in Evo and uh, we have the SaaS product and marketing uh, group just 3,000 uh, members and we have like five or 600 uh, members on our on small one. yeah and everything we want every little feature we launch we post it on there and we get the feedback for example we we planning to have a messenger uh, uh, integration so okay. you can get the lead and like send it, send the autoresponder to the send the message directly to his messenger to, to Facebook yeah or integrate we want to integrate with ManyChat or Chatfield so we asked, okay, wh- what's first? What, what do you use? So we saw that most of the people use Chatfield. So I said, okay, let's, let's go with this first. That's interesting because Israelis love Chatfield. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah. While the many chatting is, is actually uh-huh. better. That's, well, that's, that's what we thought. With many, many chat will take it. And I, then it was 90% said many I think I think it's because of content because I think, I think it was Dima. Yeah, again. yeah. So he wrote this, this <laughs> guide about how to use it with Chatfield. And all the, like everybody in Israel just read the Hebrew guide. Well, the many chat is like uh, ten times better than yeah. chat fuel. Let me tell you something. I'm not sure about it. Um, I'm not sure I'm supposed to talk about it. But we we approached like the both companies. Said, okay, we want to build an integration with you and with you, uh, like separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chat fuel was like, really sympathetic. Like you see that their culture is good. They yeah. Okay, let's do it. And from the other side, you see like. No, we don't. We we focus on that. Okay, we, okay. So we say we are going to do it. You don't right. need to do anything. You just smile, enjoy the integration. Right. And that's it. No, no, don't do it. Why? Yeah. No reason for that. So. No, they might be assholes, but their product is good. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe they don't want the support tickets or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, they like they, they don't want people. Yeah. They don't yeah. Think, it, oh, it wait, is it and this and something doesn't work or let. Yeah, it, it adds more complexity because if there's an integration, people will ask you about it, yes. and you have to. Yeah, um, but it's interesting because in Israel specifically, because the community is is rather small and there's not a lot of information flowing in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like in English, like there's like right now as we speak here, there's like ten thousand yeah. new articles about yeah. how to uh, design Let's a better pop up, yeah. uh, pop up, uh, going up. 
Uh, in Hebrew, there's not so like there's not so much content around these things. So once Dima wrote like the article with the chat fuel, everybody in Israel is yeah. in love with chat fuel because they want to mess around with something mm-hmm. else. They need to. And they they have someone to uh, ask yeah. questions. In Hebrew, it's <laughs> yeah. easy. It's like, uh, admittedly, for us as well, I think we wrote only like a handful of e- like blog posts in Hebrew for Geek Time in Israel, mm-hmm. and we're generating leads from that like four years later. Wow. Uh, versus, like, like, for me, it was it's, it's funny because we were mentioned on Time Magazine like three years ago, something that we did. There was a graph that we created talking about us, and I and I saw the article because I went into Google Analytics, and I saw, like, there was tons of traffic coming from Time Magazine. So I said, okay, that was cool. And I checked out. I saw we were mentioned in the article. Nobody knew it existed. <laughs> and then we had this, like, one of the, uh, like, a stupid, very simplistic article I wrote for Geek Time about uh, branding, I think, and like, oh, so amazing. I saw your Geek Time. Like, yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm, this was, maybe Geek Time is bigger than Time, actually. <laughs> maybe that's where we're at. It's why it was easy for us to um, post all these links on the groups and show the value because there was nothing like comparing uh, right. invoices for platforms or uh, chats or... Right. But in, I guess in English now, your SEO struggle is much harder. Yeah, yeah. We still get traffic and the more, like... We, we want to create, that if you don't do anything, if let's say we are going to vacation for two months, we'll still get the 70 or 100 users every day. Right. Without the content, without, that's, we're building the passive. Um, yeah, it also has yeah. to be compounding. I mean, I mean, uh, from theoretically, all the content you create has to create more and yeah, more, yeah, more yeah, traffic yeah. every day. And, yeah. Um, we don't have a lot more time, so I want to I wanna ask you this. What's your uh, growth dashboard, if you have one? Or what's your, like, your main dashboard we you go, look at like every day? How much we go every month? Like month to month? Yeah, what, what, what are the metrics you're measuring? You're measuring MRR, the, the number of users, the active users. We go That's our executive dashboard. Like. So, uh, yeah. like our, 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 like our, our most basic KPIs are you create a pop-in, you embed the code, or use, uh, or use uh, a plugin for that, which will make it much more easier for you. By the way, but the code is also simple. It's like putting like one line of code in your website, uh, and your conversion rate. These are the three basic KPIs. If that You're works out, for like average of popped and created per user, average, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Embedded per, okay. So these these are our main KPIs. If that works out, uh, our MRR will like it it, it. it it will affect our MRR. Okay, so you're basically looking for more. Um, in uh, more um, uh, not embedding, engaged more, more more engaged users than you think about MRR when you look at your metrics. Yeah, because it because comes together, yeah, yeah it, if 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 those three KPIs won't happen, then no one will buy a plan. Okay. They will use the free product and they will forget about it probably, and that's it. So that's like your north star metric is people embedding uh, the embedding, code and embedding yeah, the code. Yeah. that they got views. Right. There are some, of course, um, websites with like 10 views a month, so we, they, we can't do anything about it, but um, we track every platform, like Shopify, the users uh, embed like, I don't know, like 60% from uh, Weebly, it's 30%. So we track every platform and every okay. um, traffic source, and we see what we can uh, optimize that. Okay. Do you, do you have like weekly growth meeting or weekly marketing meeting looking at the numbers? Yeah, every month we have a... Okay, like a Wh- zone, what are the like numbers you run through in those meetings? MRR and uh, the, the growth like uh, in percentage, uh, how many users we got uh, on average daily. And we, we and mainly talk about the product on those okay. meetings. Mainly like talk about the product. For the next month. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, and then do you, that's what is also when you prioritize what you're going to do next for user acquisition. Do Do you even think about user acquisition as a challenge you have to tackle, or you just like think we'll do a better product? We're doing the things we're doing for marketing now. It's going to add up. That's yeah. We're focusing on making the product better, the design better now, and uh, we know we know we saw in the support we get a lot of feedback, so we see what the what the pain is. And that's the, the focus. Like, okay, let's. We had the, when we launched the editor wasn't like the best. There was like a lot of bugs. We um, rebuild it from scratch. Like put everything aside. Everything besides critical bugs, we put everything aside. Work just on it. Make the editor perfect. Make the editor super okay. easy. Uh, and then it it came with the goal, like the goal came, and adding more templates now. So. Uh, all these features we'll put in, we'll bring... Because we, we get the traffic. We have the the user coming in and signing up, so... We have a plan of optimization to do. Like, okay. So, 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 basically, you're, you're... Do you... Okay, wait. Do you see yourself as product market fit, post-product market fit? Or do you... Probably, to be frank, I think we're still post product market fit. Pre. So, yeah. Like yeah, almost. Pre, yeah, yeah, pre, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. Uh, so, we have we have plenty of work to do still. Uh, and we don't do like long term plans. We don't like one year ahead because we know that we're going to learn a lot like tomorrow, today. Mm-hmm. And things change. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things change. Like every time. Like. Like we, like Tamer said, like a super good example, like social proof. We wanted to launch it, we work, we build it, we tested it. It's not working that well. Really, it's not working that well. Uh, so we put it aside. We don't. We are not working with. We, we like. We have. We can launch it, like, one week from now. Right. We're not going to launch it because we think it will make our product worse. The conversions that the users will get will uh, decrease, and then they're saying, oh, "Okay, the product sucks." So. I didn't expect that. Right. Uh, like basically, users winning with your product, that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and right now, what you're doing, like you have your marketing efforts, generating leads, you, but you're not looking to scale up yet. Like you're not concerned about how do we, get, uh, for now, how do we generate 10 times more traffic to the website? You care about it, but that's not what you're obsessing about right now. No, we have, yeah, we have good traffic. We have uh, five digits uh, MOR. We, we are growing uh, double digits every month. And that's not a problem. We we are very close to product market fit. Market fit, I think. Maybe you need to focus more about uh, e-commerce uh, features to okay. like really uh, make it. Uh, I love the fact that you guys are so aware of this, saying yeah. we're pre-product market fit, yeah. because I think a lot of entrepreneurs always think like that's it, we hit it, that's yeah. it, we hit it, and you have good numbers, so like it's easy to yeah. to lose focus. We we have a really good activations numbers. We have. Like, the product works, but uh, we all think it can be better. We can make it much better for our users. So so saying product market fit is a, is a hard phrase for us. Yeah. I think it will be almost there with uh, Popin 2.0. You will see the difference. Okay. Um, so, okay, so you think of the redesign and all this, that would, like, really focus in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the on. templates, the little uh, right. tweaks. And then, and then you're going to go into scale-up mode, and you're going to be, how do we, like, bring yeah. millions of people to the website? We, it's, it's the like, 50-50. We still go, we still right. bring, try to bring more users, we still go to the communities. How, how would you decide you're in product market fit? What would be, like, the metric? We, 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 we are not obsessed about, like, 
like the phrase as is we don't no. we're not in our like day-to-day conversation we're not like well when where are we going to get to <laughs> no, obviously but but for <laughs> you what would be the sign that you're there and you need to move into scale like eventually you always uh, evolve your product but there's a situation when the conversion rate will go let's say from three four percent payment like a uh, sign up uh, try to premium to payment to i don't know six seven let's say. Yeah, okay Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. well, like above five, it will be. That's when you said, "Okay, yeah, we got yeah. it." Um, why wouldn't you attach? Ah, uh, oh, well, it's actually from premium to premium, so yeah, it makes sense. Because I was wondering why would like wouldn't you attach like the actions on product? What do you mean? Uh, like, because maybe like focusing more on the retention of it, but uh, I guess that for you guys, the, the we have uh, actually we have like the churn is like um, between four and five percent for the last. Four or five months. Okay. So we we started with like thirteen percent, fourteen percent, and it goes down, goes down, goes down, and, and now it's like pretty up market to go. Like we can go up. We still like yeah. The, the prices are low. It's right. like starting from nineteen dollars. It's very low, and for example, we had the user that told us I made uh, two thousand two hundred thousand checkers, which is like around fifty thousand um, dollars from seven hundred and fifty. From two hundred dollars, I paid you. So right. you can charge me more. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Yeah, and actually there was like some users, like I remember one user that approached us in a meetup and said, I really, really want to pay you. I really want to pay you, but the freemium is like... Too generous. It's, yeah, it's too generous. It's, it's, yeah. it's good enough for me. I want to pay you. I get plenty of value from your product. I want to pay you, but I don't have a reason. So like, please take my money. But Amazing. Yeah. It's like so, a real estate agent who makes like <laughs> millions every day from your... Uh, it's like... Converting and flipping apartments is like <laughs> you have like a yeah, mansion so now based on and this is like, uh, and then you go and then you go like the basic is like thirty dollars and he's like oh wait no no, 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 no. I can do it I thought twenty five dollars thirty no yeah. it, it opens a ticket yeah. <laughs> uh, guys thank you so much for sharing all this information uh, is there something or like a story you you guys think everybody should know about this process because you bootstrapped you're growing monthly. Uh, you're like product first, kind of right. Basically, user centric company very much. Yeah. Uh, is there any story or thing or rec- or tip you would share with uh, a new upcoming bootstrapping company? See, let's separate. Let's Thomas say something. <laughs> I say something. Yeah. Because I think yeah. we have like a different. But I, let me start. Okay, so okay, go. I think I think the most important part for me uh, is is friendship, because. Uh, Having Tomer as a co-founder is one of the best things. Like, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, like we, we, we really much. We drank only a little bit. Of water. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> like, it's like honest. Isn't it? We're we're like really really good friends. Right. Like I mean, like we we will do everything a- anything for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's super important, and I think for me, I was really lucky to have like a co-founder like Tomer. So it's it's, it's more j- than just business. It's not just business. It's just friendship is super important. So if uh, so if you're going to start a business, I think a good uh, place to look for uh, partners, co-founders, is l- like your friends. Don't look like for the super best business. Because we started, we didn't know anything. Right. Like we're like two friends from high schools. Uh, and we didn't know anything about uh, marketing, about anything. And we learned, if you want to learn, you have like two people who really want to learn and really want to know everything and, st- and, and they're really savvy about it. So... You'll learn it. You, it will take time, but to learn it, and it will be better to start with something with like a person that you know he's a good person. You can trust right. him. So, uh, so for me, I was really lucky to to have them. 
That's good. I want to, I want to see you top that because that I was would, Yeah, I would say the same, but we actually lived together with our okay. girlfriends at the time, which are now wives. Okay. In the same apartment, they have a room, we had a room, and we had our third room for our office. So we were from morning to night, to wow. midnight, we would just walk and walk and walk. We didn't have kids then, so it was just yeah. completely focused and... No, so, really pissed off, yeah. like, 3 a.m., go so, to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> we must finish this little thing, and then we go to okay. the bed. So what God said is the most important, the friendship. like the, like the DNA. Friend. Yeah, that's, yeah. You, you can't, when the, I think, Yotpo uh, said, yeah. when the big waves come, there is something, uh, you can rely on someone, and it'll right. be there for you. So that's one thing, and the second thing is um, execution. Gal is my role model in this thing. Like you will see him in the office doing like uh, I don't know, like five things in the same time, and he's the the things are getting done. And um, when it, like don't waste time, especially if you are um, pre-married and you don't have kids. This is yeah. the time to like, yeah. your life. Like, whatever yeah. you yeah, think yeah, you're yeah, having yeah. hard, you have yeah. time now. Yeah. This yeah. is a pro tip. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So like, whenever you have the time, use it now. Yeah, close <laughs> Tinder. You don't. You don't want to meet. You, you don't <laughs> meet somebody accidentally. You want to stay single so you can do your best yeah. work. <laughs> so like, focus on like a few things a day. Make them like the best you can and write them down. Like I, we used a lot of uh, apps like Anydo and uh, and write them down. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I'll have my notebook in the side. I'll write down. That's what I'm doing today. I'm gonna publish this post. I'm gonna do this and right. just cross. Yeah, when cross bootstrapping in. execution is king, basically, because yeah. when you have a lot of money, I feel like a company is going to let's plan and you have tons yeah, of meetings, events, tons of Excel sheets, <laughs> and like in three years, happy hour, this right? and this, yeah, and, and all that. Yeah, you need to be super productive when you're yeah, because bootstrap is that minute counts, yeah. Yeah, like bootstrapping is basically like saying, okay, I'm gonna like I'm gonna burn my house down, and like I might have like water somewhere, <laughs> but I'm gonna start by burning the house down, and then I'm gonna see if I have like a yeah. hose that I can. And there's not like one guy that you don't know what he's doing all day. Right. Everyone has a uh, give something. You know this this what happened today, tomorrow, etc. No day like just yeah. Every wasted day is like super painful exactly. because like you're str- like yeah. like if you wasted a day which pushes revenue away, mm-hmm. this is like a, a quote that I'm gonna <laughs> use from now on. Uh, then it's like it's really painful for the company versus yeah. you raising seven, eight, nine million dollars, and then like, like there's such a huge uh, gap where you can suck at before you understand you're doing shitty work. Yeah. Um, One last thing yeah. is uh, the moving. Th- we did a. Uh, Column in Trello, moving the needle day, we call it. Mm-hmm. We actually, it's not a day, which is actually a small task, that if we do something, like changing even the microcopy in uh, the button or uh, change, moving this button or moving, fixing this bug or whatever, that will affect like 10 times more than it's supposed to. Like, yeah. And then we schedule, okay, let's do these three tasks. How, how, do you, how do you prioritize and say, okay, this is what I think would move We have a big on. list, like a big list of okay. many ta- things that are like super fast to do. You don't need a lot of time to do it. And then we'll just look at it, prioritize, like put in the upper part, like the most important stuff. And okay, we say how, we do. How would you decide the most important it's stuff? It's very agile. Like you see, okay, we have uh, we finished the task. Okay, let's, let's, it's related to this. Okay, let's, let's do it now. Let's oh, finish okay. with this. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes, okay, before you start the day, let's finish these two and then start the okay. show. Is it, so it's based on, like, conversation, gut feeling, or... Uh, or um, if it's uh, urgent to users, we push it, uh, prioritize it uh, higher. If it's uh, something that we think together and um, think, okay, this, this can work, so we push it uh, faster. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, Cool. Thank you guys so much for joining <laughs> me. It was super fun. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, I, guys, you should go in and, and put it right now. You should use Poptin because 
First of all, uh, we use it for Strike Gold. Uh, so if you go to if you're right now listening to this episode from our blog, and you subscribe because I, and you should subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> like, like if you if you're listening right now an hour in and you clicked on the X button for subscribing, you're an asshole, right? Because like, <laughs> dude, you're getting value, right? So uh, also we're gonna have tons of cool and fun things coming up on our newsletter. Um, so you should go and use it. I, I th- it was so intuitive, like, and and and, and it brings the results. So just use it. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, go to iTunes, uh, review the episode. If give us five stars. If you're thinking it's a three star show, then like, don't click. Right? <laughs> like, just if you don't have something good to say, just don't say it. And uh, review us. Uh, looking forward to see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for joining us.